Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Like sands through the Blackwater, so are the days of our Milton. And now, another episode of City Council Melodrama Theater. We know our town needs this new plant. What makes it so much harder for somebody like me is I can't trust a thing that comes out of his mouth. And none of y'all should be able to. Because while he's lied about us and lied to us, he's done the same to you. And it's benefited him. It hasn't benefited the public. And so we have a right to want him to be held accountable. Yes, ma'am, you have that right, but I'm asking you to please not speak out in the middle of the meeting in anger when you haven't let me finish the process. So the voices you're hearing, on the one hand, is Pam Mitchell, uh, one of the people that's been, you know, very opposed to the wastewater treatment plant. And uh, she's basically, she asked Randy Jorgensen, the other person that she was talking about, the one who lied to everybody, she says, I don't think so, but she says, uh, about, you know, last fall there was a question, you know, is the city being investigated by DEP? Randy says no. And then later we have a fine issued of $50,000 for a variety of spills and exceedances for the wastewater treatment plant. Um, And, you know, the question over whether it was an investigation, which I don't think it was, because basically we had to report to them and then that's where they came from stuff. There's no investigation or whatever. Uh, But she took that as a lie. And because the public wasn't notified about one of the spills, which had to do with not toggling a box in a form that was very easy to get wrong. Just, you know, when you're looking for a reason to be angry, you will find one. And when you're looking for a way to be gracious, at least sometimes you'll find that, you know, and sometimes you'll find out, you know, I really can't extend grace here in this particular case. All right. So um, she wants Randy Jorgensen held accountable. I think what they really want is, I mean, clearly they want to get rid of Randy Jorgensen. I don't think that's going to happen. And if they did, they'd lose half the city staff anyway. So it's not really a good alternative. Um, But, you know, sort of emboldened by the ability to get rid of Dan Shebler a couple of years ago at Santa Rosa County. uh, Here we are. Joe Cook is the public works director for the city of Milton. Here's what he said again about this issue of DEP investigating the city of Milton or DEP just responding to their reporting of an incident and giving them the appropriate penalty for that, which happens all the time in wastewater treatment operations. I'd just like to say something about the fines. It don't matter why the spill is or what caused the spill, you're going to be fine. And that's just to come about in the last two years with DEP. That's why we have a $50,000 fine now is because they're fining us for something that happened two or three years ago that they didn't find back then. But the investigation, they don't do nothing but investigate the report we send. They don't send nobody out here to investigate anything. There's never been a DEP person out here to investigate a spill that we've had. They come out here and do an annual inspection on us each year. And that's the only inspection we have. So. When they say they're inspecting, they're inspecting what we send. There you go. So it's not them coming at us. It's just them, you know, responding to what we send. By the way, I got a text in from a friend said it was uh, actually Lauren Cooper, not Pam Mitchell there in that comment. I apologize. I, I try my very best to get some of these names right. And especially when they're citizens, I try extra hard to get them right. But even so, I still sometimes make mistakes. So I very much appreciate that. Uh, both arguing on the same side, but still not the same person, certainly. All right. So Jeff Snow, who so far has been quiet <laughs> in all of this, but Jeff will say what he says when he wants to. 
Okay, City Councilman Jeff Snow. He was the uh, earlier in the conversation, if you've been listening to us all morning, there was a point where you could hear him predator-like his mic over like he was ready to say something, and then he didn't. And now it is the time. Now it is the time that I've been warning you, preparing you for, alluding to all morning when we are going to have this out right here. Okay, we are going to have this out right here. Yeah, I'd like to address a lot of the, basically the comments that, you know, we're not truthful here as a council or our staff. It's, it's really the knocking of our staff continuously. He's right about that. You know, anybody can make a mistake. There's no one malicious or misleading this council and staff that I believe. I felt that way. I would step up and say something against it. All right. Now, that's very low-grade drama, right? That's just true, okay? That's all fine, good. And then he wants to encourage the staff because they've had to endure a lot of stuff. I just want the public to know that our staff does an outstanding job. They do. uh, And they are accountable at all times. And uh, I appreciate you guys. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate that y'all have to take what is given at this podium when it should be directed to us. But uh, I believe our city manager does an outstanding job. He's They go over what is required, including our public works to, uh, director, Joe Cook. I have full confidence in his ability. So he's trying to solve the human relations, you know, human resources problem that they have here, which is the... You know, our staff does not enjoy this, and you're making it very bad for them, which I think is part of the goal, you know, is to get changes done somehow or other. And then we're going to have it out. Before I do that, (laughs) Candy's got traffic on the fives. Okay, taking a look around. Uh, Navarre has some stuff going on. Highway 98 eastbound, just east of the the Walmart Supercenter in Navarre. It is backed up almost to the causeway. Uh, East Bay Boulevard is closed this morning, uh, part of it anyway, for construction from Edgewood to about Paso de Vivos. And it looks like Mobile Highway is slow all the way through Beulah. Uh, Traffic on the Fives brought to you by, like I said, Jackson Hewitt, who guarantees your biggest refund or your money back plus $100. A limited time offer for new clients filing at participating locations. Max value $200. Visit jacksonhewitt.com slash 50 for terms. Traffic tips, text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Thanks. 717, sure. Thanks so much, Candy. So back to the Milton City Council meeting. Uh, Lauren Cooper and Jeff Snow are going to have it out. And this is extended. I might drop in here a little bit with some comments. But I just want to, I want you to hear this. Because when I say there's drama, act three, there's drama. I'm not blaming any of the staff. I'm blaming one man. No, I'm letting y'all all all know. I'm not blaming any of the staff for anything that they're doing. My complaint is with the man whose job y'all are over, the man who has lied, the man who has presented falsehoods. And y'all sat by quietly because you did. I was here. I watched it. You didn't jump up and say that's wrong. You allowed it. In fact, you invited your wives, and your wives never show up. So, well, aren't isn't she a citizen? Isn't she absolutely? She should be here all the time. I agree, but not just the night that there's going to be a show. Statement about my wife. Let's come to order. But she knew it was an important thing, and she wanted to be educated on Uh, it. She's allowed that right. Absolutely. Y'all cry about everybody else's right. You're absolutely correct. You don't like the people up here have a right. So, City Councilman Jess Snow versus Lauren Cooper, citizen. Ding, ding, round two. 
Y'all mislead constantly the public, and I'll say it. Publicly. Tell us what we've misled on. Name them. I'm not going to go through it all. If you can make the statement, name them. I've already named what? what he's lied about. All you about. have to do is go through the video where our absolutely staff put it together and stated it all, and I'll stand behind it. I'm over this. You will, I bet. The MCC misleads everyone in the public, and and whoever else is close. Sure, we do, Jeff. And it's unfortunate. Yeah, you're right. Truths mis. You're right. You know about so those. So guess what? Get in line with everybody else who wants to vote me out. Mr. Snow. I'll stand for I will. what's I'll right. I'll stand in front of I'll them. I'll stand what's right. You have twice. Mr. Guess Snow. Guess what? I'm still here. Round three. <laughs> I mean, this, and listen, I, I, I'm with Jeff. I am. I, I think he's basically right, and I understand why he's furious about all of this. And, uh, you know, I have seen, I've, I've been watching these meetings for like two years, and he's got the right of it. I don't know if this is the right way to handle it, but he's he's not wrong. And guess what? I, people in this community know I stand up for what's right. I'm a doer, <laughs> just like so many other people here and in this crowd. We do stuff to help, not just complain constantly. Oh, I'm just complaining when constantly. We're blamed that it's right. us for waiting two years, Mr. Jordan. You actually resigned from this council. You had a say so. You took that away from yourself, okay? By the way, that's George Jordan who had resigned from city council and now shows up at the meetings to complain and whine and scream the once and future mayor of or king of Milton, I think he wants to be. And, you know, I don't normally like to criticize, you know, citizens, especially when they're participating because but this group, <laughs> this group, again, some of the time they say things that are fair, reasonable, well thought out, researched, interesting. Great. But a lot of the time, it is a mess. It is a real mess. And again, you know, he's kind of had it with this. No, I'm not, I'm not making a statement to you. I'm making Sorry. a statement. Hold on. And you want to talk about the two-year delay? That was because of the county. Okay. And your city manager, well, Jeff, no, you stop no, passing no, the blame. You no, know, I'm not. I'm just taking this statement, not for y'all, because you're not going to believe anything yeah. I say. I'm saying it so the you're not usually on. Go back and listen to it. And if you want to hold me accountable, I'm going to do it. Great. I am. I know you've tried twice. That's all right. Three times a charm. Just it ask Shari, right? Ms. Cooper. Ms. Cooper. I believe citizen that stood up. Just all right. Can I just ask y'all to stop for a moment? <laughs> Good. Kindergarten. Come on, class. I'm going to turn this court around. Uh, I'm going to turn this court around. Uh, <laughs> you think you can drive? Here, take the wheel. Uh, Mr. Snow, please let the members of the public, when they get to the podium, just let them make their comments and let them be peaceful about it. Ms. Cooper. Ms. Cooper, you, I believe what you were referencing in your remarks related back to the October 11th presentation, that is under investigation. Please allow me to complete my work. Now, what's interesting to me, and there's there's still one more act. <laughs> I don't have time to do it all right now. This was, this was Death like... Death trap. I love it. I mean, this is basically, you're just now you're just watching the meeting. <laughs> but I couldn't... I couldn't get rid of any of this. It's going to finish up an act for it. Now, if you're wondering, like, what happens? Oh, nothing happens. It's just hot air. It's just y'all yelling and screaming. That's all it is. But you got a city councilman who is standing up for the staff and trying to keep them from, you know, quitting, which I think this group to some degree want that, not just for Randy, but for other members of staff. Because, like, for example, if they could get their uh, grants director to leave out of frustration, well, that would be a win for them because that would stop the plant. And she's fabulous. And... 
I understand where Heather Lindsay has previously and will again in the future here uh, say, you know, look, we got to protect our staff. We got to keep these good people. And she's right about that. So this nonstop berating by these folks has just got to stop. I think it's interesting that at the very beginning of this meeting, you know, Heather Lindsay made a comment about, you know, look, it's Valentine's Day. Let's all be nice, as the kindergarten teacher was hoping, you know, would happen. And it's kind of funny because, you know, at the very end of the meeting, I'll, I'll play this again later, but at the very end of the meeting, Anything else for the good of the order staff? No, ma'am. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. <laughs> Let love and kindness prevail. <laughs> so, oh, man, there are times when it might be entertaining, but it's not fun. You know what I mean? And so ah, it's a hot mess. It really is. 437-1620, I'm Andrew McKay. Every Volkswagen has style and performance, but there's something else that comes with new VWs from Peakmore Imports, and it's called Carefree Coverage. VW Carefree Coverage is standard on VW crossovers and SUVs and includes the first two years of manufacturer maintenance intervals for two years or 20,000 miles, whichever occurs first, and it's free. So with the 2023 Taos S starting from 25641, you're covered with carefree maintenance. The Tiguan S from 28227, it's covered with carefree maintenance and the seven-passenger Atlas SE with technology from 42632. It's covered with VW Carefree Maintenance. Plus, all of these models are available for 3.9% financing. So go carefree with Carefree Maintenance on your next crossover or SUV from Pete Moore Imports. They're not in Car City, so you won't pay Car City prices. Pete Moore Imports, New Warrington Road, Pensacola. Prices before tag, tax, title, and associated dealer fees. Special financing rate for qualifying credit through BCI. See dealer for details. Here's today's Strength for Life with your host, Pastor James C. Johnson. The Bible is truly the most amazing book ever written. Its words are not just inspirational, but are inspired by God. It's the only book that is completely error-free from cover to cover. The 66 books, the 1,189 chapters, are a love letter from God to you. The single storyline of redemption was penned by 40 different human authors, each one guided by the divine Holy Spirit. Joshua 1.8 encourages us to meditate on the Word of God day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Ladies and gentlemen, I encourage you to take time today to read your Bible. That was James C. Johnson. He serves as the pastor of North Stone Baptist Church in Pensacola, Florida. For more Strength for Life, please visit our website, strengthforlife.church. My dad has a cold, but also has high blood pressure. That's why I got him Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure for fast, powerful nighttime relief. Unlike some ordinary cold medicines, it's specially formulated for people like my dad. NyQuil High Blood Pressure is sugar-free, alcohol-free, and decongestant-free. Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, cold, and flu for people with high blood pressure. Like my dad. Medicine. Use it directed. The following message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Sarah is 64 and loves to garden. Recently, her health insurance ran out, leaving her worried about more than just weeds. She called the Elder Helpline and spoke with a volunteer shine counselor about her options. There, she received free, unbiased counseling on health insurance for those on Medicare. For more information or to volunteer, call 1-800-963-5337 or go to floridashine.org. 
Fox News personality Brian Kilmeade. Afternoons at 11. Before Dave Ramsey on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. There's only one man for this job Burt Macklin, FBI. Somebody texts in and says, uh, man, the city of Milton is missing a massive revenue stream by not selling popcorn to these meetings. No, why? I'm going to go open a cart. That's for the food truck some, festival. Somebody else says the city of Milton should be sponsoring the show with all the attention you give them. The city, Don't they? The city where good content flows. <laughs> Uh, all right, Candy. Like the tell water them about the, the black. Tell them about the traffic. All right. Uh, somebody asked if Sycamore Street was open, and I'm showing that it is. That's over by uh, PCC. Um, Highway 98 eastbound, just east of Walmart Supercenter in Navarre, is backed up. It's almost to the causeway in Navarre. Uh, East Bay Boulevard is closed this morning. They've been doing these rolling closures for construction and drainage and stuff. That's closed from Edgewood to Pasa de Vivos and uh, Mobile Highway slow all through Beulah from the Equestrian Center uh, down to the fairgrounds. 437-1620 if you have traffic tips. News Radio 92.3 informative, local, dependable. Thanks, Candy. Now yep. in the newsroom with David Wayne and our headlines. David? More than a dozen people had to be taken to the hospital after an explosion at a metal factory in Ohio yesterday. Officials say uh, one of those people's in critical condition right now. No word on what caused that explosion. Today is Fat Tuesday. More than a million people estimated to be in New Orleans tonight. For Would the, you call uh, me? <laughs> well, I didn't call you anything. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, uh, and uh, this sad story today. A Florida woman coming, or a Florida woman has died after being attacked by an alligator. This happened in uh, Fort Pierce, Florida Fish and Wildlife. Says uh, the woman was 85. She was walking her dog near a pond. A 10-foot gator jumped out of the water, grabbed the dog. She went and tried to save the dog. Uh, then the gator got her. Uh, the sheriff's office did catch this gator, though. 600 pounds. Oh, my God. Wow. Humongous. I, I thought I saw, maybe it was like a reti- her retirement party or something like that, or her birthday or something like it. It was a celebration right, or something. Yes. Crazy, horrible. All right, David, thanks so much for the update. 728 here on News Radio 92.3. Oh, speaking of uh, horrible things, uh, NASA confirmed that a 1,000 pound meteor managed to get through the, the, uh, the non defenses <laughs> and hit Texas. <laughs> now, it. That's a bit misleading. It's not a thousand pound meteor that hit the ground, okay? It's a thousand pounds when it was entering and it broke up and, you know, they showed this one piece, which if you look at it at first, you're like, oh my God, it looks like about the size of a cinder block. But you look closer and you're like, oh, that's pretty small. That's like teeny pebble size. But still, if you're on the ground, <laughs> yeah, right? absolutely. If you're going to get hit in the head with and, something. And isn't there like only one person has ever been hit by anything that's space particle? And that's that person in Alabama got hit while they were in bed in their house or something. Like in I the am 60s. not aware of this story. Yeah, wow. Are they still alive? I meanwhile, mean, or was it? Me, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think oh. they lived. Uh, me, meanwhile, my son is telling me yesterday um, about how uh, radiation, uh, you know, particle, teeny tiny, tiny uh, particles that are going through like the earth all the time from sure. like the sun or yeah, whatever of course, um, that are going at you know speeds you can't fathom mm-hmm. okay and uh you know this is what causes you to have like you know mistakes in your dna for example that can lead to you know bad things happen because it, it, it the little teeny tiny particle punches its way through a piece of your dna sure like, up like blinky reference. the fish and Simpsons, right yeah exactly sure. um or he was telling me they can be so specific that it can knock the zero to a one on a microchip 
and that can cause you to have like they say, they think maybe like blue screen of death sometimes is caused by this or other kinds of glitches that you can't explain any other way might be caused by you know radiation <laughs> plunking its way through yourself you're like well i should put some aluminum foil on top of my computer yeah you need lead and you need a lot of it that's <laughs> not gonna work if put you it just- on your head don't worry, they're shooting through your body, too. You're, you're getting it through your body at the same hey, time, so no big deal. You. Yeah, you know, the world is full of weird stuff, including very small rocks uh, that might come from outer space. All right, uh, what do you have coming up, David? Two books are banned and one's not at the uh, Scambia County School Libraries. More after Fox. Fox News, and I'm Chris Foster. President Biden's in Poland a day after his surprise stop in Ukraine. NATO has advanced eastwards in recent years, and it's those eastern flank allies led by Polish President Andrzej Duda, who President Joe Biden is meeting today. We're expecting a speech by President Biden designed to resonate with U.S. allies and further rally support behind Ukraine. Fox's Jonathan Savage. There's a special election today in Virginia to fill House Democrat Don McKeegan's seat. He died in November. Democratic State Senator Jennifer McClellan would be Virginia's first black woman in Congress. People are just ready to make history. Pastor and Navy veteran Leon Benjamin is the Republican. They should see freedom. They should see unity. They should see faith. A Benjamin win would expand a narrow GOP House majority by one seat. Fox's Grinnell Scott this is Virginia's fourth congressional district, including Richmond. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 731 News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. It is 68 degrees, cloudy skies right now in Pensacola. Two books will be removed from the Escambia County School Libraries. One's going to be allowed to stay, though. This is after the school board held a special meeting last night debating the the fate of these three books uh, that were on a challenge list. The book And Tango Makes Three will not be removed, however, when Aiden became a brother and All Boys Aren't Blue will. We're all going to stand before God one day and hear it because out of the mouth two or three witnesses, a person will be condemned. This should not stand. It needs to be removed. There was a big turnout on both sides of the issue for all three books. uh, As far as the public comment section went, Uh, as of September, more than 500 books have been banned in 21 different Florida school districts. Uh, An employee of a Mississippi-based plumbing company now facing charges for allegedly purchasing materials on his company's account and then taking them to a scrapyard in Fort Walton Beach. 43-year-old Stephen Holmes of Pascagoula, Mississippi, worked for Broussard Plumbing. He'd been hired to work on a a new credit union facility. According to an arrest report, Holmes purchased thousands of pounds worth of copper, steel, brass, and iron on a company account, then allegedly took those materials to a scrapyard in Fort Walton Beach, pocketed over $2,000. Holmes was arrested on grand theft charges last week. He's since been released on bond. Monday's attempted theft of a truck at a Pensacola Circle K should be a reminder and a warning to area residents. That from PPD's Mike Wood. Obviously, it's against the law to leave your vehicle running. If the vehicle had been secured with the keys out of it, none of this would have happened. And uh, Wood tells Channel 3 not only was that truck running, but there was a loaded gun inside. That gun was then allegedly used by 41-year-old Aubrey Grandison against the owner when he tried to get his his truck back. According to jail records, Grandison was a frequent flyer, arrested 10 times before here in Escambia County. And uh, PPD's Mike Wood says while no injuries occurred, one nearby vehicle was hit with a bullet. Uh, 
A man on uh, death row asking the U.S. Supreme Court to spare his life. Lawyers for Donald Dilbeck filed a motion yesterday asking the court to block his execution, which is set for Thursday. The lawyers claim the 59-year-old shouldn't be put to death because of a developmental disability that protects him from from execution under the Eighth Amendment. Dilbeck was sentenced to death after stabbing a woman in Tallahassee in 1990. His execution would be the first in Florida in four years. And a former governor sharing warm memories of Jimmy Carter. Bob Martinez was uh, the mayor in Tampa when he first met Carter back in 1979. He remembers being awed by the fact that he was standing with the president of the United States. Martinez says he remembers Carter as honest and engaging. Martinez uh, says he was impressed that Carter never changed. It is almost 7.35 right now. News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at your traffic on the fives with Candy. All right. Watching a few accidents. Avalon Boulevard and Milton and Highway 90. Uh, looks like an accident this morning. A vehicle crash. Now, it's not showing a roadblock, which doesn't mean there isn't one. But, again, be very careful. Watch your emergency crews. Again, that's Highway 90 and Avalon and Milton. Highway 90 and Cardinal Street in Milton. Also showing an accident with no roadblock this morning. Um, taking a look in Navarre. East Bay Boulevard is closed for construction from Edgewood to Pasadena Vivos. Uh, that one section. They've been doing these rolling uh, road closures for, for drainage construction. Mobile Highway is slow all the way through Beulah and Highway 98 East Eastbound, just east of the Walmart Supercenter in Navarre, backed up almost to the Causeway in Navarre. If you have traffic tips, sex 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Nice day out there today with temperatures warming up into the mid to upper 70s, partly cloudy skies, low overnight near 65 degrees. As you go into Tuesday, warm pattern will continue with a high near 78 degrees, small chance of a stray shower, otherwise partly cloudy with lows overnight dropping into the upper 60s. For Thursday, we temperatures will warm up close to 80 degrees with lows overnight in the upper 60s. This is Burke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. And right now it is cloudy and 68 in Pensacola. Your next news at 8 o'clock. Breaking news anytime. News Radio 92.3. Jennifer Kashinka with your money now. Ride-hailing companies Uber and Lyft each say their advertising businesses have grown significantly in recent months. Those ad businesses are part of an expanding set of options for marketers to reach consumers, often aided by the company's own data on their customers. For example, Walmart lets advertisers use its data to send targeted digital ads to shoppers across the web. Last year, Uber said it, too, would let brands target ads to users of its ride-share app before, during, and after their rides using aggregated data about their specific destinations and ride histories. United Airlines is making it easier for parents to sit next to their younger children. The Chicago-based airline says its new seat map feature will help seat kids under 12 next to an adult in their party for free. It comes less than a year after federal officials urged airlines to ensure families, especially those with young children, are able to sit together with no extra fees. That's your Money Now. Join Travis Thompson with Climatech of Professional Air, an American standard heating and air conditioning independent customer care dealer in the Pensacola area on the Pensacola Expert Panel, Thursday at 9.30. Join in as Travis discusses how you can lower your energy bill and create a healthy, comfortable home. Join Travis Thursday at 9.30 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. 
I've been collecting watches since around 2018. Uh, made my first big purchase thinking that was gonna be my only watch. When you're looking at watches and you're doing them online or if you're in the secondary market, it can be scary because there's a lot of fakes and I really do focus in on coming in to uh, an authorized dealer like Berets for any of the Omega or Breitling purchases. They will let you try it on, take pictures, go home, think about it, and just really set your mind at ease. Come visit us at Beret Jewelers. What is News Radio 92.3? Informative, local, and dependable news from WEAR-TV and the News Radio News team. Informative, local, and dependable talk with Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, and Bobby Rossi. Informative, local, and dependable traffic with traffic on the fives during your morning and afternoon drive. Informative, local, and dependable weather. Informative, local, and dependable coverage of breaking news and when disasters strike. That's what News Radio 92.3 is. Informative, local, dependable. Seven thirty-nine News Radio ninety-two-three. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Chip Simmons, Sheriff of Scambia County, is with me here in studio. Sheriff, welcome back to the show, sir. Good morning, Andrew. How are you? Hey, great. Always good to have you. Let's start with this. Something that happened that started within the city of Pensacola, but moved its way out into the county. We had a, I guess it was a car. Th- theft a truck theft at a circle k that the you know the owner of the truck left the truck running apparently and then when somebody took off with his truck he decided to solve this problem by jumping in the bed of the truck and then the guy started shooting at him and eventually he jumped out and nobody was hurt thank goodness but then this wound up crossing into the county where you guys got involved right right yeah um you know the the victim in this case and again we don't want to necessarily shame or blame the victim but i mean you can't leave your car unlocked and running with a gun in it you know, and if you wanted your car so bad that you're desperate enough to jump in the back of a pickup truck, uh, you probably should just lock it. Here you go, <laughs> turn it off, lock it. However, okay, we, can, uh, we can also say that sometimes in the heat of an unexpected circumstance, citizens will make the maybe the unideal choice. Well, I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't try to, try to retrieve my car. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm my, what I'm saying Chip, is, Chip I would Simmons is I different would, from Citizen I X. Stop that! I'll try to <laughs> try to lock my car door. But that, be that as it may, it doesn't give anyone the right to to steal your car. Right. So uh, the suspect gets in the car, drives away. Victim jumps in the back, and suspect finds a gun in the car, as my understanding, and then fired a shot or two at the victim. So we're dealing with a, a, a obvious dangerous person. I mean, this guy's stealing cars, using guns. Um, and, and he needs to be stopped. So our deputies, doing a great job that they do, uh, found the car because uh, obviously we work very well with Pensacola Police Department and uh, description was, was broadcast. We Our deputies were on the spot, found him, tried to stop him, and as criminals do, didn't want to stop until we uh, forced the stop, if you will. Uh, so we, we, we turned him a little bit, turned the car a little bit, bumped it, because uh, we had to get this guy off the street, and then ultimately he, he tried to get away, but we arrested him. So, yeah, I, you'll probably talk a little bit to um, the PPD about the actual circumstance, but I'm just, I'm just telling you that, uh, you know, you're a bad guy. You're using guns. Uh, try to get away. We're going to do what we can to stop you. So we arrested 40-year-old Aubrey Grandison. And, and, you know, you and I have talked many times about chase policy and how it, it seemed like for a while you guys were much more on the, you know, let them go catch them later, you know, because chasing is inherently risky to everybody. But 
more recently you've been involved in more chases have you made a departmental shift in your thinking about whether it's appropriate to go ahead and pit the cars and get them done right now well you know one of the first things i did when i was elected sheriff was we take a look at our pursuit policy you know i was over operations but i wasn't over the agency um and and I, we started looking at some of these things and what was happening is we noticed that some of the same people kept running and they and they felt like they were they were free to just run and if they if they did that, that we wouldn't pursue them. So we still have a set criteria. I, I had a meeting again last week with my lieutenants, and I told them if, if, if there's a bona fide threat to the, to the community, then you stop the car. And if you can, if you can chase the car, you can what we call pit the car. You know, uh, to try to turn the car and get it stopped as quickly as you can, because my my intent is to stop them quickly so that they don't endanger. Uh, the citizens of Escambia County and and our guys have done a, a fantastic job with that and again that's not to say that there are chases that we won't engage in I mean our lieutenants have the the authority to cancel a chase and and I won't criticize them over that but I also tell them that uh, there's a cost to doing business and if it's a, a dented fender or two we're going to get these felons off the street and I, th- I think that's what you're seeing you know we see uh, football teams continuously do ways of celebrating like great defensive plays you know and uh, we saw like the the jokes online with the f-22 raptor that had the picture of the balloon on the i, I feel like there's got to be a little sticker for successful pit maneuvers that maybe can go on the side of the cruiser are we yeah well you know, i mean I, th- I think in any profession if you're good at something and you do your job then there's a little bit of a, a satisfaction there I'll, I'll leave it at that. all right all right fair i enough. can tell you having been in a in that in that car seat uh, when you've got a bona fide bad guy yeah. that that needs to get off the street, uh, there is an adrenaline there. That are, there is a, um, a you know an attempt at at making your community safer, and and that's what you want to do. I, I don't I don't want to make it sound like there's no danger involved because these are people with guns. Sure, you know, they're, they're, these are people that if 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 the chase goes wrong can can get the you know can end up in a spot will put you your life in in danger and that happens uh at times in law enforcement but you know what uh our our men and women are out there day and night and 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 they're risking their lives and they're 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 doing what they think and what we all think is better for the community this might be sort of a detail-y question but because you and i've talked about this so much recently and you know we've talked about bump fenders and you know having a you know buff out some dents and you know fix i mean it can be a a fairly substantial amount of damage to cars and it makes me wonder do police vehicles sheriff's vehicles i don't think ours do but you tell me i mean is there some kind of a enhancement or package that would allow them to do that without damaging the car as in some kind of a bumper guard or an enhance you know like I, i i don't know i think about movies but there's all kinds of things you can put on the external of cars and it seems like this is happening enough maybe it's more cost effective to amp up the car's capabilities rather than always having to fix them later well i think coincidentally we we have we have um upgraded our, the strength of our bumpers oh okay if i don't know if you've noticed it but some of our newer cars especially have not just a push you know little push bumpers on it they have a wrap around what we call wrap what i call a wrap around bumper so if you're going to engage in this this type of thing and and again we'd rather everyone stop right you know we rather we first of all we'd rather them not be a criminal and if you're going to be a criminal you need to stop um in the past what the what, what they've done is they've tried to again run a red light or a stop sign and they think they're being cute um but uh, in their desperation but but we're, we're not we're not you know we're not playing with these guys and uh we're going to do what we can to stop them because you are a danger to our to our community and we're not going to have any of it
Absolutely. We're talking to Sheriff Chip Simmons, the Scamby County Sheriff. Uh, let's pause for just a second to get traffic on the fives from Candy. And thank you, Ryan, for uh, calling this in. It, they're, they're doing a bunch of work at, near Lillian and Blue Angel, right? The curve there on Blue Angel, right? It hits Lillian. A lot of dump trucks there. They're doing milling and, and shoulder work, uh, construction and paving. So avoid that area if you can. And uh, that's real, real slow this morning. And that's why. A bunch of dump trucks over there. Maybe avoid that area, like I said. Taking a, a look around uh, Highway 98, just uh, east Eastbound just east of the Walmart Supercenter in Navarre, backed up almost to the causeway in Navarre after an accident this morning. Mobile Highway slow all the way through Beulah and traffic tips. Text 437-1620. News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Back to Scamby County Sheriff Chip Simmons. One of the other cases uh, that happened in the last couple of days is you had a uh, home invasion suspect who wound up being captured, I think, in conjunction with a couple of other agencies uh, over on uh, Lise Way, I believe is how you say. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I call it a Lise Way. That's, okay. Uh, I I guess is about the same. Um, yeah, we picked up a home invasion battery suspect um, after we served a warrant at, at uh, the home that this individual was in. We worked with um, a, a marshal's task force. You know, we're, we're part of a group that um, if, if there are people that we've always wanted to get off the street or someone maybe from some other jurisdiction is in town, uh, the sheriff's office, the Pensacola Police Department, Marshal Service will will join together and go knock on these doors and sometimes kick in these doors and, and get these bad guys. So we were able to get um, 18-year-old Joseph Sanders uh, and take him into custody after he barricaded himself inside the, the house. But uh, that doesn't necessarily work. If we have a warrant on you um, and the judge orders us to take you into custody, if it's a felony, if it's something very serious, um, then then we will uh, we'll do what we can to take you into custody. Very good. One of the questions that I had been asked to ask you, and I wanted to do it, is because uh, you obviously saw this horrible story in Ohio with the train derailment and, you know, concerns about, you know, these dangerous materials and all of the things surrounding that. We've had things like this in Escambia County, not to that degree, but we've had, you know, some minor uh, and sometimes not so minor incidents with trains. Does the sheriff's office and or the county, do you guys ever do drills on response to like these hazmat situations or train derailments? I know you train for all kinds of stuff. Is that something that you guys have focused on ever? Yeah, we have uh, tabletop exercises. We have, uh, you know, real life, uh, lifelike uh, training opportunities. And sometimes it's about a hurricane. Sometimes it's about a plane crash. Sometimes it is about a, a train derailment or a chemical type of a crash. Uh, we work very well with the Scammy County uh, Emergency Management, and really, our our, our um, responsibility or our response would be, you know, to do our best to set the perimeter, mm-hmm. you know, because we're typically the first ones that can arrive on the scene, and we can maybe let people know where it's going to be and 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 get them out of there. And from that point on, we would work very closely with with the fire uh, service and. Uh, you know, in emergency management, and pretty much that they would be responsible for for taking over that type of scene. We would just be in a supporting role. But we, yes, the answer is we do have training. But uh, I will tell you that how, how do you how do you train for something like that? You know, sure. how, how do you train for a Pensacola NAS terrorist attack? You you do what you can. You 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 imagine what if this happened? What if that occurred? Uh, but nothing ever goes exactly according to plan. So you have to be able to. What I'm trying to say is, you have to be able to improvise. You have to be able to. Um, you have to change, change. Uh, you know, plans and be flexible. And and you know, part of the challenge in that case is you're going to have citizens who are going to need to be evacuated from their homes, and you got to let them know. And I mean, there's all there's a lot to it. And I was just kind of curious what level of preparation y'all had for that. The other one is uh, big news. You guys got certified to run your own training academy. 
That's yeah. it. That to me is huge news. I, I tell you, anyone that's been in law enforcement for a while, certainly in the local area, to me that's that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, ever since I was a, a a young police officer, I actually went and uh, to Corrections Academy and Police Academy at Pensacola then Junior College, and and I always wondered why the agency didn't have their own. Because what happens is um, to have a regional area, and I'm not I'm not you know casting any shade on anyone that we've used in the past. They've they've obviously trained me and 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 the men and women that have been working at the sheriff's office for decades right. but but you know you 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 train a generic sort of law enforcement and if if we were to use our own and we're going to now have our own training academy then we can train on our own computers we can train in our own cars when you were handle you know traffic stops you're you're using the cars we're going to use you're using the 10 codes that we use you're using the computers and the, and the radio traffic that we're using um, so we're very proud of the fact that it was no easy endeavor uh, we just feel like with, with the needs of the sheriff's office and and how quickly we need um, you know to get our recruits because we're hiring very well. I mean, we we mentioned a couple months ago that we were finally filled up, and since then we've got some attrition, some small attrition. But um, we want to make sure that we can accommodate the the new recruits that we hire on a yearly basis, and that's what we're doing. We'll have our own full time academy. Probably start the first one uh, in early summer, and you'll see we look to have about a twenty person class. And um, we're very proud of the fact that, that, that we're able to do this. It's, we're going to be able to instill our own uh, philosophies and, and, and our own um, you know, standards and, mm-hmm. and basically our, our courtesy, integrity, professionalism within our agency from day one until the day that they graduate and move right into our field training. Now, will it be – are you only going to be training people that you, have expect, you expect to hire for the agency, or will you be training so that if they also wanted to be SR, you know, Santa Rosa or you know, Okaloosa or PPD or something like that, is it exclusively like an in-house pipeline for your own employees, or would it be both? The plan is to have our to hire the individuals and then put them through as okay. a sheriff's deputy, and then put or a cadet and put them through our training academy. Okay. Now um, we're we're certified in law enforcement. We're not certified in, in corrections. We we at this point don't have any need, okay. you know, for a corrections academy. But um, we are a law enforcement academy, and that's not to say that we can't, um, you know, if if. Pensacola Police Department or, or Santa Rosa County has a need for someone to get them in the program quickly, then, then we would obviously work with them. And, and, and I would not uh, certainly would, couldn't say no to our, our law enforcement partners. But the plan is to hire and to train our Skimmy County Sheriff's deputies. How, how Are there other agencies in the state that do this already? Are there very many? We are, we are the sixth agency. Florida Highway wow. Patrol always does, has done yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, recently, though, there, there's it's we've become to come to realize that it's 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 good for us to be able to train you know again on our own uh, our sure. own platforms and realistically our, our facilities are second to none. We I mean the range we just put well over a million dollars into a, a new range and uh, a, a tower a range tower and we have a shoot house up up there. We have our own um, you know the, the training mats for PT and stuff at our agency. And uh, we have a, a, a relationship with the Navy that allows us to, the the, um, the driving range. So we have uh, everything in-house that we need to put a, a top-notch uh, professional training training together. Great. And it makes perfect sense that, you know, it's, it's a lot easier to just train on your stuff from the start rather than to get generically trained cadet and then retrain and start training on the specifics for your ages. That makes perfect yeah. sense. Very, very cool. You've also got an event coming up April 15th, Cops, Cars, and Crawfish. I'm sure we'll have a chance to talk about that later when we get a little bit closer to it, but just to kind of put it on people's radar right now. Escambia Sheriff Chip Simmons, as always, sir, thank you for the time and thanks for what you do to keep us safe, man. I appreciate it. You bet. Take care. All right. Uh, 753 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. 
Remember when washing machines were made in America, were solidly built, and actually got your clothes clean? They aren't a thing of the past. They are Speed Queen, and they are available at Topps Appliance. Speed Queen washer and dryers combine durability and technology into the best washers and dryers in the world. Speed Queen will change the way you think about washing machines. They're built to last longer and deliver exceptional wash results. Unlike many other washers and dryers with plastic parts, Speed Queen uses commercial grade steel and porcelain components designed to give you at least 25 years of reliable, trouble-free operation. That's why they come with lifetime warranties, the best warranties in the business. See store for warranty details. Speed Queen washers and dryers are built to work and built to last. If you want durability, innovation, and perfectly done laundry the first time, then you want Speed Queen. See these great Speed Queen washers and dryers for yourself at Topps Appliance on Highway 90 in Milton, just east of Stewart Street. Hey guys, I'm Nicole Stacy. There are more things to do in our area than you can even imagine. So who better to share the adventure of the Pensacola experience than the team at Visit Pensacola? Share with us your experience by using the hashtag ExperiencePicola. Go to visitpensacola.com and listen in Friday at 9:30 on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. News Radio 92.3 AM 1620 is accepting applications for employment. Periodically, we have openings in sales, business, news, promotions, engineering, production, and programming. We'll keep your application for consideration when such an opening occurs. We also provide internships for qualified students. Apply online at News Radio 92.3 or at our studios at 7251 Plantation Road between 8.30 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. ADX Communications is an equal opportunity employer. Pensacola right now with Bobby Rossi. Afternoons 4 to 7. After Dave Ramsey on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. What is your damage, Heather? Seven fifty-five News Radio ninety-two three. Good morning. I'm Andrew McKay. Candy has traffic on the fives. All right, we got a call, and again, Ryan, thank you so much for calling this. And he is in one of these dump trucks. He says, and they're doing milling and shoulder and uh, paving work. This is Lillian near the corner. Lillian and Blue Angel, right where ninety-eight makes that curve there. Uh, it's a lot of dump trucks, a lot of construction. It is down to one lane. They have somebody with a sign saying, "Hey, you can go this way," but real, real slow there this morning. Uh, and th- thank you so much. You can always text in these uh, accidents or slow down. Highway 98 eastbound, just east of the Walmart Supercenter in Navarre, was backed up almost to the causeway in Navarre and Mobile Highway. Slow courts all the way through Beulon Highway 90. Traffic tips, you can text them in 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Now David Wayne in the newsroom with our headlines. David? President Biden commending Poland for the role that they've played in the Russia-Ukraine war. I want to thank you, President, uh, for uh, how Poland has supported Ukraine. It's been extraordinary. Mr. Prime Minister, and Mr. Fred, what you've done. And specifically, he mentioned Poland welcoming, welcoming Ukrainian refugees. And archaeologists in China say they've turned up the remains of what might be the world's oldest flush toilet. Chinese state media reporting that uh, a research team found broken parts of a 2,400-year-old toilet, along with a bent flush pipe. 
uh, the ancient oil. And a stopper that doesn't work. Yes. <laughs> Flapper that doesn't work. <laughs> uh, it was discovered among palace ruins at a site in central China, and uh, they believe the toilet was inside the palace, the pipe ran to an outside pit, and then servants would pour water in. All right. Well, fascinating. Just like our house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Servant. Poor. Here's the water, Darren. David, thanks so much for the update. <laughs> 757 on News Radio 92.3. Um, oh, you know, we're always telling you about developments in uh, artificial intelligence and uh, the where technology is going. And uh, somebody did what I consider to be one of the creepiest things ever. And that's saying something. Okay. But listen, hear, hear me out. You know, Chat GPT, the one we've talked about quite a bit. That's the famous <laughs> yes. one that'll do everything and. You know, um, so the concern, at least the concern I have is at some point in the future, maybe it becomes possible for the, you know, the machine to take your job. Right. The machine can do what you do. Right. Well, <laughs> they asked chat B- G- GPT um, not to take your job, but to take your boss's job. Dear chat GPT, can you help employers manage staff? As in, can the humans work for you? And it gave them answers. Um, yeah, Chad GPT can uh, assist an employer with performance management, setting goals, measuring goals and objectives, tracking progress and employee performance over time, providing feedback. You know, you could have a sit down once every quarter with Chad GPT to figure out how you're doing. Um, generating performance evaluations, providing training and development. Here, let Chad GPT show you how. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. Like, uh, identifying key employees, ones that deserve raises and others that ought to be held back. Um, because it's just going to look at the numbers. It's not going to look at whether it likes you or not or whether you bought it donuts. Um, align with your company's strategy. Are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? And then they asked, well, are there any limitations for you, Chad GPT? Sure. I don't always understand things. I don't understand context. I sometimes make mistakes. Uh, the data I'm looking at might have biases, which I can't find, and therefore the biases wind up. Um, you know, surely I could take people's jobs away. That's a problem. Things that I learn might be sensitive and confidential, but I might not realize that, and I might not be as transparent as you'd like. No, thanks. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.